Are you having fun in your business? I mean, it should be fun, right? Well, sometimes the fun gets overlooked when you're dealing with the have-tos, the complexities of being your own boss and actually running the show. It's my goal that this, the Fun Business Fun Money Podcast, can help reignite your spark of fun by providing tips, tools, insights, and inspiration so you can enjoy running your business in the simplest, easiest, most fun way possible. I'll be sharing practical tips and ideas that you can implement immediately, along with business and money mindset insights to keep you moving forward no matter what's going on around you. I'm your host, Deirdre Amies, the fun business and money coach and founder of Powered by Personality. Let's play. Hey there, and welcome to the Fun Business Fun Money podcast. If you're listening in real time, today is Tuesday the 16th of May, which just happens to be my beautiful sister-in-law's birthday, so happy birthday, Danae. And it means it's also time for another in-depth coaching episode. We take a closer look at a specific area of your business, your money, or your life, maybe all three, and figure out some steps forward. Now, you might think from the title of this episode, which I've called, Where Are You Hiding?, that we are going to play hide and seek. And we kind of are, but not in the traditional sense. What I mean is, where are you hiding in your business? Now, this isn't just about visibility, although that's certainly something that prompted me to focus on this for today. Because have you noticed how many people are talking about visibility for your business lately? Maybe it's just me and my social media feeds, but it's like experts are trying to coax people back out after the pandemic. Now, I'm not a business coach who has a marketing background. That is not my forte. So when I talk about visibility, it's more about bringing your whole self the full power of your personality into everything that you do. I've had this phrase, where are you hiding, in my head for years. I first heard it when I watched a coach coaching someone in an online session. He was coaching someone with long hair and it kept falling across their face when they dipped their head forward. Now, of course, that's a super common thing. But it struck me like a freight train when he suddenly stopped mid-sentence and asked if they had a hair tie or something to pull their hair back. And he then redirected this, the focus to this concept of hiding via your face, which is such a common, uh, such a powerful communication tool through our expressions and those tiny nuances. And he redirected it to where else in your life or your business, or whatever, are you hiding? Now, it's not intended to be culturally offensive, so I apologize if that triggers anything for anyone, but it is an interesting way of looking at what we're doing, how we're showing up, and the people that we're interacting with. So that's why I've chosen three key areas to touch on around this topic in, of Where are you hiding in your business? Some of them are obvious, others not so much. Let's get into them. 
The first one is busy work. Yes, staying busy with work itself is a way of hiding in your business. What are the things that you're doing to keep yourself busy and ultimately hold you back from achieving your goals? If you're a ruler money archetype, your first thought is probably, what? That is so weird. Who on earth would hold themselves back from a goal? Well, pretty much all of the money archetypes do that in some form or another, including rulers, in the way that I'm about to share with you. If you're just new to the concept of money archetypes, don't worry, I've got you covered. It's a modality that I use to identify not only your relationship with money, but also the way you engage with your audience and your ideal clients. I gave an overview of each of them in episode three, which is titled Unlock the Power of Your Money Personality, and also in episode 29 on buyer behavior. You can go check those out after you're done with this episode. So let's say you're creating busy work by booking yourself on back-to-back calls with clients because that's a money-making activity, which is a good thing. But what's not so good about it is if your self-care is lacking, especially if you're an introvert like me. The amount of energy that you can expend on those calls has to be replenished on a regular basis and not just left to the end of something. And while I absolutely do get a temporary buzz while I'm on those calls, it's really energizing, I can very quickly crash afterwards. And that leads to, if I've overdone it, needing to take a day off and reprioritize other things that I really wanted to do purely because my energy is zapped. I know it's very different for extroverts who thrive on the interaction with others, but you can create busy work in different ways. So don't go thinking I don't see you over there. Extroverts, by filling your time with client calls and people interactions, you might be letting other areas of your business slide. If you're a solopreneur, and most small business owners are, you might be ignoring your marketing or your finances or your personal relationships or the fact that you actually need to train and delegate your work to a new team member so that you can have more time. Basically, if you're too busy with work, there's no need to deal with the next step of growth in your business, even though that's the thing that you know you want. Status quo is a hiding mechanism. I'm going to say that again. Write it down if you feel like it. Status quo is a hiding mechanism. I absolutely love seeing my clients not only make more money and create financial freedom, but also have more time freedom. And they do that by stopping pointless busy work that doesn't provide value, they don't enjoy it, and it doesn't lead to making money. They're only delivering what the clients actually need and want. And it's at a price that supports their own goals as well as the client's budget. You deserve to be paid what you ask and to take that vacation. It's about the money and the time. 
There are endless ways to fill your time with busy work. It could be fluffing around with your website, creating pretty graphics on Canva, all the things. The key is to figure out the things that actually matter for you, for your clients, and for your business. So what can you do to create more time? Be intentional about it and make sure it's aligned for you. The second area where you may be hiding in your business is content. I know we all love a good bit of content, but do you really need so much content to post on all the social media platforms multiple times a day? Marketing experts will say, yes, you do. But do you really? It can be exhausting. Is it needed for your business? If you're getting most of your business through referrals, then more content isn't really going to help you much. Creating more and more is a way of hiding so you don't have to do something else. It's entirely possible that your ideal client isn't really on social media a lot and simply doesn't consume a lot of content. I know, shocking thought. A key part of your ideal client work has to be how do they spend their time? Are they scrolling social media or are they getting their info from other sources like books, news sites, and conversations? Do you need to connect with people? directly and ask for referrals. Reach out to them. One of my all-time favorite clients is an absolute force to be reckoned with in terms of personality, her vision, and her drive to succeed. But she's just not on social media that much. If I want more clients like her, I need to do things in a different way and creating more content isn't going to help. Now I'm not saying time creating content because you absolutely do need some. Almost every person I know will search online for information about you, even if you've been recommended by a trusted person. I'll go look for your website so I can learn a bit more about you and figure out if it's worth our time to actually have a chat. I'll look for you on Facebook. I'll look for you on LinkedIn. And then I might reach out to you. But you don't need a lot of content to establish the credibility. You don't necessarily need pretty graphics or even to do videos. When you're genuine and authentic in your content, you can show your expertise and you can articulate it clearly as to who you are, what you do, and who you're for. That is what people need to know. Repurpose that stuff at least once a week. And you're good to go. On the flip side of content, are you consuming a lot of it? It could be the proverbial doom scrolling as a way to distract yourself from reality. Yes, that's a thing. We all do it. Come on. You might be watching all the trainings and webinars and listening to podcasts on all the topics. You should totally be listening to all of the episodes on the Fun Business, Fun Money podcast, hashtag just saying. You might be active in countless Facebook groups where you're adding value. You're taking online courses. 
Maybe you're attending conferences, you're networking like a boss and flitting around like a busy little bee. I have nothing against all of that, but it's also exhausting. No wonder people get to the end of the day and feel like they've been super productive, but they've actually got nothing solid to show for it. That's a form of hiding in your business as well. Ooh, awkward, I know. The thing is, there's a season for learning and a season for implementing. Don't get stuck in the learning phase and never implementing anything. I've been there. I felt like I didn't actually learn anything new for years after I left school, through my 20s and 30s. Then when I flipped that switch on in my late 30s and early 40s, It was like opening the floodgates. I was consuming content like my starving brain was now sitting at a delicious buffet. It took a while, but I did eventually learn how to tone that down and start to implement, which is also when I started to get some traction in my business. Funny that. So when it comes to content, where are you hiding? How much of your time and energy goes into creating and consuming it? How can you start a conversation around that content instead? Or what could you be doing instead of all of that? The third key area where you may be hiding in your business is your safe network. Yes, we're going there. Are you running with your safe crowd? And is this still where your ideal clients are? This one can be really uncomfortable to realize that you need to get out and meet new people, either in person or online, who are at a different level than you are. It's all part of the growth that you need to have. Hanging out in Facebook groups where you know everybody is basically the online equivalent of Cheers, the 80s sitcom about the bar where everyone knows your name. Same goes for scrolling through your social media feeds. If it's the same people and everybody's like, yeah, hey, I like you, I love your stuff. Cheers, everybody knows your name. You know those business Facebook groups where you can promote yourself on certain days of the week. Often does anyone actually engage on your post? How often does that lead to a paying client? My guess is they're like unicorns and it's actually busy work under the guise of visibility and marketing because everyone else is there for the exact same reason you are. They're looking for clients, they're not looking for you and your offer. Some of them are, but most aren't. Get out of there. If that's been your marketing strategy for a while, it is definitely time to look at it through a new lens and do a refresh of your ideal client profile. Put yourself into the spaces where your ideal clients actually are, whether that's in person or online. It's uncomfortable, but getting outside your safe network is essential to the sustainability of your business. Another way that this safe network shows up is being the wise advisor, the SME or subject matter expert. 
It's so easy to just give the information and support that others need, but it's not always so easy to receive. And this is a common trait of the nurturer money archetype, which kind of needs no further explanation because of the name, nurturer. You're the support person for everyone else. And actually asking for help or support or money to be paid for your work, that can be super uncomfortable. It's easier to hide behind the safety net of always being the one to give. So that's the three key areas where you may be hiding in your business. Are you filling your time with busy work, whether it's paid or not? To avoid something else? Are you on the content hamster wheel, either creating it or consuming it? And are you still playing in your safe network and you need to branch out? Maybe it's something else entirely. That's just three things. I'm sure we could brainstorm 25 things that if we really wanted to, but that would also fall into the area of content creation and busy work. I haven't just picked these three things because they sound good. It's because I've done all of these myself. I'm an excellent creator of content. Hello, I'm doing a solo podcast here. I can easily fill my time with fun things that don't really matter to anyone but me. And I'm very comfortable in my little safe network bubble. Thank you very much. The thing is, we're all a work in progress. And progress requires action. So here's an action step for you that might be a little bit uncomfortable. I want you to hit pause, not literally, keep listening, but take a pause and look around for a moment or two and then answer this question. Where are you filling your time or expending your energy as a way to avoid growth in your business? It might not seem like much, But there is a long-term cost for all those little things that are holding you back from achieving your big goals and dreams. It's the time and financial freedom you want. It's the fun experiences you want to have. It's the team that you want to build and surround yourself with. Now, if you'd like my help with this kind of visibility, not the marketing kind, because there are countless people who are very, very good at that. But the kind of visibility that helps you build a sustainable, fun, and profitable business without burning yourself out on the busy work, I got you. Ignite is my private coaching program where we work one-on-one and we focus on the things that actually matter and create the growth you want. You can send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at funbusinessfunmoney, all one word, on both platforms. And let's have a chat about where you're currently at versus where you want to be and figure out what we can do together. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or send an email to hello at deidreamies.com. You'll find the links to all of those in the description and in the show notes for this episode. No more hiding in your business, okay? Take care, have fun and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me. If you found this episode useful, 
make sure you hit that follow button on your chosen podcast platform so you get the notifications when each new episode goes live and you don't miss anything. If you know someone who would also get something from it, don't be shy, share it with them. One of the best things about being a business coach for online entrepreneurs is helping them make sense of their creative ideas and turn them into a simple, clear business system that actually makes money. A client recently described me as a castle building expert. You've got the big vision and some of the building materials already, but you don't quite know how to bring it all together into a solid foundation. Then I come along and I show you the blueprint that makes sense of it all. I love that analogy. And I'd love to show you your personalized blueprint, the one that's just right for you and your clients. But I can't do that until you join Ignite, my business and money coaching program. So head on over to deirdreamies.com forward slash Ignite for all the details. Fill out the application form and let's talk about building your castle in the simplest, easiest way possible.